Hey everybody, how are you? It's Lori Haywood Mains. I'm here to just stop in your life today for about 20 minutes and what we're talking about today, excuse me, I'm going to interrupt myself. I'm Lori Haywood Mains with LoriHaywoodMains.com. Um, so we are here to talk today about how to get healed. Uh, for uh, most um, people, most people, uh, it's it's a tough subject, and and people um, struggle with um, how to get their own bodies healed. I'm not talking about laying hands on the sick on other um, with other people. That that's a different teaching. What I'm talking about is yourself. How to get healed? How to stay well? How to do this? Uh, we know, or we believe, or we mentally believe that. Um, we can have this, but to get it to manifest in our life, it leaves us with questions. And so I'm hoping that my portion today will help simplify some of that. Again, when you're only teaching for, you know, 20, 25 minutes, um, you know, you can't cover everything, but I can certainly cover the most important parts of it and uh, be another layer of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding added to your life. Um, so I'm going to quickly get this through. Like I said, we're, we're shooting for 20 minutes um, and I'm about nine minutes behind. But anyway, we're going to do 20 minutes. Um, so what we're going to talk about is um, healing is for you today. I'm talking to believers, unbelievers. This is for you as well, but you probably won't understand it because if you're not... Uh, if you're not reading the language of God, then it's harder for you to understand. I will have a salvation prayer, so hang on. Uh, in 20 minutes, you can be in the kingdom of God, saved eternally, living on the right side, the good side, the eternal life side. So let's get back to our uh, talk. So how to get healed, how to stay well, how do we do this? Okay, so uh, the word of God talks about uh, first of all, that we are a um, we are two-part being, and um, stay with me on that. Um, we are a spirit. That's what lives eternally. Um, we live in a body, and our body contains our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And that is in First Thessalonians. Ooh, I butchered that. Sorry. Uh, five, uh, chapter 5, verse, I think it's 22, 23. So the Word of God says, May your whole spirit, may your whole spirit, soul, and body be, i got to put my glasses on, be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, the reason why I'm bringing this out is um, another version says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now the reason why I'm focusing on that, because it's, it's, it's clear there, it's the Word of God, and when the Word is written, then you take the Word literally, because the Word is actually a living... Um, Oh, what do you want to call it? It's a living being. It's a living cell. It's a living organism, if you want to call it that. It's a living spirit. So God's Word is not just ink on paper. It's actually living, and, it, and it's food for us, and it's wisdom, and it's knowledge. It's understanding. So the Word says that we are a whole spirit, 
and a soul and a body. Again, I'm going to go over it one more time because I know that gets confusing. So, eternally, we are spirit. Okay? Our spirit that you can't see in this realm, we don't have the 3D glasses, if you will. We can't see it, but we are a spirit that lives in this body, this flesh body. This flesh body is actually like my clothes that you put on and take off. These clothes are uh, they're covering my body. Well, my body is a clothing for my spirit. And so when you die, your body can't go where you're going. So your body lays down just like when you take off your robe, you lay it on the chair. That, that is your body when you pass away out of this life. But you keep walking depending on who you're serving and where you're going. You're either going to be with the Lord and his angels or you're going to be with Satan and his demons. So you're going to depart out of here, but you are actually, your spirit man is never going to die. But, okay, I'm going, I'm going a direction I don't want to go. So let's backtrack. So with that, we are a three-part being, a body, a soul, and a spirit. Okay? So when we, when we got saved, when we came saved, received the Lord, um, your spirit man got born again, uh, hopefully spirit-filled. So what happens now is your inner man, if you will, um, is what we call born again because it has received the Lord Jesus Christ as, as your or my personal Savior. So now you actually have a separation within yourself. You have your spirit man who is eternally saved, but the spirit man, while it's in this world, is living in this body, this clothing, this suit, and it is basically, um, uh, let's see, how do I want to say that? So you, your spirit man is basically another uh, recreated being within your body. So you have your old body, your, your flesh, this, this thing, and then you have your, your inner man inside you. So what happens is when you get saved, um, these two, if you will, kind of separate and um, your body is used to living in this world doing what it wants to do and the inner man, your spirit man, the recreated man um, is now born again but it is at a lower level of uh, training. So I kind of jumped ahead of myself. You never know how you're going to get out, get through this stuff. But the scripture I want to bring out to you about about being born again and, and having your inner man born again and almost separated from your body, your flesh. I'm going to read Galatians, um, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 very quickly. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So what has happened is the Lori who received Jesus Christ as her Savior has now departed and said, I don't want this Lori anymore and I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my life and I become a new creation. However, I'm still in this body which is in contact with this world and is used to this world system. Um, in Galatians 2.20 it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, this is what I'm saying, is I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer me who lives, but Christ who is in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So what's happened is, I, I, was, I died, I was crucified with Christ, 
um, like on the cross, I died to that. I'm no longer, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. This is the spirit, the real me now inside. And so, like I said, but it's almost, if you will, kind of trapped in this outer shell called this body that is not going to go with me in the next lifetime because I'm going home with Jesus. Um, it, so, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 Therefore, if anyone's in, anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new, I'm reading another version, excuse me. The new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God is reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. And it talks about us being ambassadors for Christ here in the earth. And um, I'm not going to go on any further there because, again, I don't want to go in that direction. I, I can go in so many different directions. So um, Isaiah, um, okay, so let's just recap now since I read those scriptures. So I have proof by the written living word of God that we are body, soul, and spirit. And when you receive Jesus as your Savior, you are recreated. You're a new creation. The old Lori dies, and Jesus Christ comes within me. And now I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus and an ambassador in the earth doing the works of God. Um, that's actually what Jesus was doing when he was in the earth. He was doing the works of God, which we're going to talk about on the healing part. I haven't gotten off of this, but I have to lay a, a quick and brief foundation of um why we can be healed and how we can be healed in our own homes without having to even go to anybody for prayer not that that's a bad thing but you know it's also nice to be able to just um take care of yourself and if you have if you need people to pray for you fine but but you can keep yourself well and healthy in your own home or wherever you are if you um have the knowledge of god and, and that helps if you're saved. So I'm establishing the fact of, of you know, the, the, the born-again nature. So now we're connected, excuse me, we're connected with the Lord. So, okay, that's, that's one piece of healing. The second piece um, that I want to talk about is uh, a lot of people have questions as to uh, maybe God wants people sick. Maybe um, you did something wrong, um, believer, and you're not going to ever get well because, you know, you've sinned, um, that um, you got to earn your healing, uh, you've got to, you know, just jump through hoops, and you didn't give money, or, you know, didn't give enough money, or you did yell at your kids, and so now you're not going to get healed. Um, and these, these things are kind of laughable, but, oh boy, the enemy uses them <laughs> all day long. Uh, anytime that you move forward in any direction with the Lord, um, you know, in any kind of prosperity for your life, He is going to use those nagging thoughts of guilt and condemnation to take you down and try to change your mind and get you to believe what He wants you to believe. And when I say He, Satan, um, he, he doesn't come and, you know, like stand next to you and holler at you and 
and show himself, although I'm, I'm sure he could. Um, what I'm talking about is he uses your own thoughts uh, against yourself, and so you think it's really you thinking it out, but it's just kind of like your, your, your mind, because you're not renewing the word, is just, well, I shouldn't even say that. We get, we get blasted no matter if we are renewing the word, but the ones that are renewing the word can fight back quickly. So what I'm trying to say is that the enemy will come within your own thoughts, and what he wants you to do is let that drop in your heart and then come out in your mouth, and you have established what is going on in your life. So if he can get you to believe anything other than you um, prospering and healing in your own life, then he's going to use anything he can to stop you. So... I'm going to show you just very briefly with one scripture that um, sickness was settled forever. It's not God's will, and I'm going to settle that right now today too. Um, Isaiah, let's see, do I have the right one? Oh, shoot. I clipped in the wrong. Oh, here it is. Isaiah 53, Isaiah 53, um, 5. Um, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Now who he is is Jesus Christ. So, excuse me. So when he went on the cross, this is New King James Version. Um, when Jesus went on the cross, uh, he died. Uh, he didn't just die for salvation. What Jesus did, very briefly, is when he went on the cross, Jesus settled um, what we call the new covenant for the new creation that was about to come. He went on the cross not only to die for our sins so that those who receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior uh, before they die and leave this earth, when they receive him, they would be saved. He not only uh, settled that, which he did, but he also settled um, the fact that um, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed, which is, by his stripes we are healed today, it says. We are healed. We were healed then, and we are healed today. So, it's, it's, it's a fact, if you do a word study on uh, iniquities and peace and chastisement and stripes, that what was happening, um, I will come back another day and break this down into probably, uh, I don't know, two, two session, three session teaching, but um, not today. So by his stripes, we are healed. The stripes are the blood of Jesus where he was whipped, I believe 39 times. Um, with a, um, oh shoot, I can't think of what that thing is called, um, fetters. He was whipped with a, with a, um, a weapon that had a, a ball and it had uh, chains and it had, and at the end of those chains, um, it had fetters, uh, little spikes. And every time he was whipped, I think 39 times that when they would rip that back, that would go inside the flesh and tear it out and he would bleed and it went deep. So he was whipped 39 times so that we can be healed today okay so what he was doing was he was paying the price for man's sin back in the garden of eden with adam and eve when they uh sinned and um and and fell so jesus was 
taking all the sin, sickness, and disease and the um, sentence to hell, the damnation, on himself. And what he did was he reestablished the new covenant that when he came back and rose again, he said, now you go and preach and teach and reach all the world with the gospel. And that included the whole salvation of everything. That means love, power, and a sound mind, physical healing, emotional healing, financial healing, relationships. You are a son of God. You are now, when you receive me as your savior, a newborn recreated being um, going through the earth as an ambassador in his behalf as what he was doing for God. However, the only thing we don't have to do, thank the Lord, is go to that cross and take on the punishment that he received on himself. And it pleased God that he would bruise him. Why? So that we can sit here today in this new covenant and learn and train of who we are as sons and daughters of God. Because I, I, I'm just going to inject this. We may think that when we die, uh, it's all over. So uh, for the thinkers out there that are thinking, well, okay, I'm just going to receive God when you know I'm 80 years old and right before I die so that I can sin and do what I want and then and then receive the Lord and go to heaven well yeah you know you really can I mean that's how good God is however what I don't think uh, anyone understands or for the most part most people is that what you're doing with your time here on earth uh, um, is there are rewards in heaven I don't have that scripture on me darn it I'll bring that out next time but there is a scripture that talks about we're storing up for our future so you know, yeah, you can, you know, hang on in this world by a fingernail getting into the kingdom of God that way if you want. But you're, but the, the sad thing about that, you guys, is um, like a child, you're you're only hurting yourself. You're, there's so much more that you can have in this lifetime and the next lifetime. But with that attitude, you know, you're just, you're hurting yourself. So, but anyway, okay, so let's go back to, it's established that we are uh, mind we are a spirit, soul, and body, and we are new creation in Christ Jesus. Old, old things have, the old has passed away. All things have become new. Um, also that um, Jesus Christ died for us on the cross. He took all sin, all sickness, all disease with him, and then... He said in Colossians through, um, he said, uh, the Holy Spirit, I should say, spoke and said, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So the reason why I'm bringing this out is because this is where this is where the split is. This is where believers or non-believers um, take that fork in the road and start making up and saying things or thinking things that are not true about your healing. Just like your sin was settled and once you receive Jesus as your Savior and, and you know, you're not perfect but you serve Him, once you do that, it's settled right I mean we understand that well everything else was just as settled but 
with the other avenues of the blessings, financial um, pain was settled. You are you have the opportunity now to be wealthy financially. You have the opportunity to be wealthy in love, power, and a sound mind. You have the opportunity to be wealthy in your health, relationships. You have the you have the opportunity to be wealthy in in being the prophet of your own life and 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 uh, driving your train, if you will, in through the earth. So. This scripture takes care of that, where it says, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. And you've put on the new self, which is being renewed, renewed in knowledge. So why I'm bringing that out again is because your new man is now born again. Your old man, this body, is still in the earth. This thing, before I got saved, was in complete control. It, 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 um, let's just, I'm just going to use this as an analogy. My body eats too much, my body watches too much TV, my body doesn't brush its teeth, my body doesn't go to school, my body doesn't want to work, my body, you know, my body wants to do the drink, eat, and party, or, you know, be lazy, or what, spend too much money. The body is, was running the show before I got saved. I'm not saying that was me, I'm using it as an analogy, that the body was in control. And it's like a child being in control, really. So, but when I got born again, I, I became a new cre creation. And now I have a Jesus Christ within me, the Holy Spirit, Father God dwelling in me. Don't you know that you are the temple of the most holy God um, in the New Testament? And so what happens is now you have a battle. Your spirit man is born again, and your flesh is never going to be born again because it's going to die. So what happens is we have to start practicing, like that scripture says, put off the old self with its practices. Stop practicing. Now we have a, a new, kid in, new kid in town, which is called the new creation, and this thing has got to start practicing. This thing has to start taking control. This thing has to start getting bigger and stronger and more powerful than this body of mine and it's no different than anybody practicing to sing, practicing practicing an instrument, practicing um, football, practicing anything. So uh, you, you see that anybody that starts practicing something when you first start, start it, it, it's hard. I mean every anything's hard that you haven't done before and but what what kills that is practice or training, if you will. So the word says that you put a, put your old self with his practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So now my inner man, the Lori, the real Lori that's holding Christ Jesus within her, reads her Bible uh, every day uh, and listens and uh, and um, as our church says, tithe, so save, and spend, we get into the practices of God's image. Okay, we're not trying to be God, and we're not trying to be perfect, but we are surrendering ourselves so that we can be more powerful. It's not a rules game. This is so that it benefits me and the generations behind me that I, I practice. I'm practicing uh, every single day, all day long, without even thinking about it. It's it's not work. It's it's what you do. It, is I, I'm living 
and becoming more like Jesus every day. And yes, I fall, I make mistakes, I do this, but I ask Jesus quickly to forgive me and it's taken care of and I move forward. So now we're finally at the end. Um, okay, so Jesus, when he was in the earth in Acts 10.38, says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. God anointed Jesus. Don't, wouldn't you think that if Jesus was the Son of God, which he was, that he would have just been anointed? But here it says God, excuse me, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and <laughs> with power. And he who went, he who, Jesus, went about doing good, healing all, all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. God was with him. And then the other one is John 5, 19. Now hold on, because I want you to hear this. Jesus, for this reason, answered and was saying to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself so Jesus was not being doing what Jesus wanted to do it says unless it is something he sees the father doing for whatever the father does these things the son also does in like manner so the reason why I'm reading that is John 519 will settle the issue that God somehow doesn't want you well for any reason at all. You look at Jesus, you're seeing God. Jesus said the Son can do nothing of himself unless he sees the Father doing, doing it. And then the Son does what the Father does. So in a nutshell, if you will, the Son was hearing the Holy Spirit, the Father, and he was only doing, only doing what the Father told him to do. He was, he was working as an ambassador in the earth at that time. Jesus, the Son of God, had to be anointed and given power by God to do God's will. God's will, if you listen to that, God's will is the word of God, God's will. When you die, you get somebody's will. It's what they want to have happen to you when they're gone. God left a will. Jesus was doing his will. And what that was, was he was healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And we all know that in the Bible, it says he was doing good. He was healing. He was teaching. He was preaching. He was reaching. And then he was laying his hands or speaking commands. He was just doing what the Father told him to do. Not one time did Jesus ever turn anybody down that came to him that wanted to be well. He never said, go wash yourself 16 times, fast 20 days, and then come back to me. He was doing what the, the Father told him to do. He healed them all. That is the Father's will. Okay? So that kind of stuff, you got to start renewing your mind. You have to renew your mind like a, um, the Colossians talked about, being renewed in knowledge. See, that's being renewed in knowledge. Nurses, 
They have to go back and take classes to be renewed in knowledge. Doctors and anybody that holds a license usually has to go back or go forward into school, I mean, to renew, to renew, to renew, to learn more, to re remember what the basics were, to renew. To, so that's what you do with the Word of God is you're renewing you're learning daily what does what does the Word of God say about the Father's will? What does it say every single day? You don't turn your back on it because it keeps it's like gasoline for your car. This the Word keeps your spirit every day. You're eating life. You're eating bread. You're eating His will. You're seeing it, and you're like, okay, I know His will. So now, as you get renewed in the knowledge after the image of your Creator. So now, what I'm here to say is that when you have a headache, when you get the flu, when th these types of things start coming against you, where we're missing it is we wait until we're too sick to stand against it, and you can't do that. What happens is it's a, it's a practice, okay? And it's, it, practice it. Start today. Start right now. As soon as you start feeling a little tiny headache, a little pain, you know you feel it. A fever blister on your lip, some your throat starting to bother you. Whatever elements are attacking us from this world. So what happens is, is let's just say um, I'm something's bothering my chest, like a pain or something. It, that first pain when it comes, I'll just simply say, no pain, get off my chest in the name of Jesus and it leaves but if I wait and wait and wait and wait and that thing is crushing and now I've got bronchitis and now I'm trying to rebuke it well I mean you can get healed but it is tougher I'm talking about running your own show in your own house with the Holy Spirit this is what he wants this is what he wants we practice it and you get better and stronger and more attuned to it so you the first time you get a pain in your head I I command the pain to get off my head in the name of Jesus, and that headache won't come. Earache, cold, sniffle, anything, you know you feel it, you know you do, you know you feel it, but you ignore it, and then maybe it's four or five days down the road and you start standing on the word, well, by that time, you're not even feeling good to do it, so, you know, basically, um, it's too late, but I'm not saying you can't get healed, okay? I'm just trying to show you the 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 uh, fork in the road is right there so what happens is is that then we start going for prayer when we're already halfway down the road and we don't feel good so what the Lord wants you to do is you're at that fork you feel that pain that headache coming and you say immediately get off me pain in Jesus name I, I'm telling you I promise you if you do it and you're in you say in Jesus name and you mean it and you tell that pain to go it goes and it's a whole lot easier to do that than dig out a lot of sickness, okay? So there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. You're not sick because you, you deserve it. That is not of the Lord. He wants you well. He gave these tools to, uh, for us to, to live in this earth. He gave us our tools. And, and it's up to us to use them. So what if you've been saved 30 years? Do it today. It doesn't matter. Do, you know, it doesn't matter. Just just get on the ball and start. And you will, I promise you, you will see results. But that's how. So a very simple answer. 
but it took a while to get there. <laughs> and I tried not going down too, too, too many different directions. So listen, I've got to go. I don't want to keep you guys any longer. Um, for anybody who wants to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please do. You will not be sorry. Just close your eyes with me right now and say this prayer. Father, I ask you to come into my heart. I acknowledge that Jesus died for my sins. I repent of my sins. Come into my heart, Jesus. I want you to do something with my life. Thank you. Now, if you said that and you need to contact me, lauriehaywood-mains.com, you can reach out. I will get back to you if you need to know. Uh, if you're not in this area, I can hook you up with any church in the country. I know some great churches here locally. Um, Stones Church in Kalamazoo and, and, and all, all over the place. So give me a, give me a, a call, text, whatever you need to do, and, and uh, we'll work it out, okay? So God bless you guys. I hope that came out good. All right, talk to you later.